continent is greenland part of whoa so this is a trick question (laughs) so greenland is like this kind of semi-autonomous uh region that is technically part of denmark interesting so that means it's part of europe so that's your answer it's part of europe well now that you said it like that i think that's wrong well you know if that's your answer but i have to go with that because it is part of denmark it, the answer is North America. Uh, I don't... But the thing is, you made a pretty compelling case. A more compelling case than this answer. It says, North America, covering more than 836,000 square miles, three times the size of Texas. It is the world's largest island, which doesn't like explain why North America. It's just like, it does it's a big island, which we all knew that. But Yeah, well, I guess that that's going from like a geology uh-huh. perspective where i was going from like a geopolitical perspective yeah yeah um i'm i'm looking because iceland is politically part of europe right as well uh you know it's um they're saying it's part of it yeah they're, it's part of but but i think well, yeah geopolitically you're you're correct you're yeah but they're saying that and that's the best type of yeah. <laughs> they're saying it's considered to be a part of the north american continent this is because it lies on the north american tectonic plate and yet the country is politically part of denmark which is part of europe so there you, you are right okay yeah. you know what then i think i think it's like a half and half everybody kind of wins See, that's the thing is like when you ask these random questions right. um geography is like my best subject yeah yeah so have you seen there's a new version of wordle called Wordle? i played the one yesterday yeah yeah i, I got it within five seconds because <laughs> i'm very good at geography see i felt like an idiot because i didn't really know what how to play the game i was like so that's a country or is that a part of a country so just to like see what the game how the game worked i guess to the usa which is just so not what it was yeah. <laughs> Yeah, do you want to describe the game? So it's like it's like a silhouette of the country border, the country shape, basically, and that you're supposed to that guess, you're supposed yeah. to guess. And, but I'm I'm still confused on like it's kind of like GeoGuessr in that it's like you're this far away from the actual country. I don't really See, know what the yellow and green boxes mean in this one. I didn't get that far because I looked at it and within five seconds I was like, "That's Nepal." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I just know that the shape of Nepal. Yeah. And see, I got it my second try cuz I was like that looks an awfully lot like Nepal and then I got it. Yeah, see, and you're a geogeographer guy, so you're also you good at geography I, for like identifying shapes. We're pretty even though Nepal is not in GeoGuessr. Still no. Everybody knows Nepal. Yeah. It's, you know. Everyone knows Nepal. It's classic. Um but yeah, <laughs> it's a classic country. Um it's a, cl- it's a classic country <laughs> shape. <laughs> um but yeah, I I I I like it. I'm I'm a big fan of Worldle. Should we? I didn't do today's. I was just gonna say, should I, should I pull up? Should we do today's? today's right now on the podcast? <laughs> um, this is the worst podcasting of all time. We're playing like gonna, a visual game. I was gonna say we're barely commenting. I don't think this is <laughs> this is great for the podcast. We should just cut this whole segment. Oh, uh, but I don't want to edit. Um, no, we don't want to edit. 
Oh! Wait, is it... Okay. Oh, I didn't get it. I guess turkey. The la <laughs> it okay, kind of so looks I, like turkey. I want to just... The way this game works is after you make a guess, it gives you an arrow telling you the direction the country is relative I to the country you I didn't see guessed. that. Oh, okay, my God. okay. That makes me feel so much better about your guesses because just... that would Turkey would make no sense. Oh my God! Based on your other guesses, the arrow helps so much. Oh my God! What was it? Was it? It was. It was the uh, Czechia. Czechia. I do. We called the Czech Republic. I was gonna guess Czechia for a second. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's Worldle. Um, well, that was a great, tremendous, thrilling podcast segment. <laughs> Um, yeah, God, now I just lost everything I was going to talk about. <laughs> oh, what do you, do you have any opinions on, uh, New York times buying Wordle? Cause that happened. And um... yeah, the only opinion I have <clears throat> is like, good for the guy who, who, yeah, I I've done. Did you know his name was Josh Wardle? I did know that. Yeah. <laughs> did you say that on a podcast at some point or I don't know. cause I just, I feel like I just learned it and I was like, what? <laughs> Um, but good for him. Good for Mr. Wardle. Hey, got a million dollars. A mil yeah. Is that really all he got? That's, I mean, it's a pretty simple game. Though. Yeah. But like, it's a, it's a big, I, I'll yeah. be it, you know, it's, he wants to keep it free. So it's not like New York times is making that much money on it, but it is bringing people. It's like the Spotify Joe Rogan thing. It's like bringing people to the platform. Not mm -hmm. that New York times is like spotify but yeah yeah you're you're saying so you're saying that josh wardle is just like joe rogan <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the kind of uh takes that's the kind of hard-hitting analysis that you get on, on the, the cars cast <laughs> yeah um <clears throat> that's about it though um how was your week jeff how was has, has the last week been yeah it's been fine happy valentine's um, day by the way it's uh yeah thanks you yeah. know you too carson Rundquist. <laughs> yeah um uh yeah i will say my computer is having some problems as we speak or uh as of like right before the podcast started i had to take out all of the ram and put like one stick back in and now it's working so that's not great oh, that's not a good sign my god <laughs> well thankfully i'm taking care of the post work on this podcast yeah. so should be fine um yeah that's that's cool i just got back from wisconsin um which was i did like a weekend there with my girlfriend and their family or siblings not family yeah but it was a good time wisconsin is not a lot going on but they have great cheese i had i bought some cheese at a store and ate it and it was great um and they have good beer I don't know if anyone next time anyone is at in Wisconsin, you should get New Glarus Spotted Cow. It's the best. You should actually. It's it. Is, my brother went to university in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. So he knows what's up with the. Yeah, it's like the best beer in the world. <laughs> um, it's also illegal to sell in other states. Yeah, so you can only get it it's in Wisconsin. Strictly Wisconsin, yeah, which is convenient for Illinois people like myself. Um. Yeah, you smuggle it across the border. Yeah. Oh yeah, I have some in my fridge as we speak. Um, <laughs> um, but that's about it. Not a lot has happened. This last week kind of flew by. Not a, not a ton went down. <clears throat> but I guess we'll we'll just like hop into the movie, right? 
hop into, hop into an American an American tale, tale yeah. Because <laughs> that all speaking of flying, speaking of going to a new territory, the, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that's what this is good 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 uh, segue. Good say- <laughs> that's what this movie's all about. Um, this week we're talking about an American tale. It's a 1986 classic family adventure film uh, by Don Bluth, who is is one of the greats. Um, and it's funny because like every time you hear the last name Bluth, now you think of, of Arrested, Arrested Development. Development. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the synopsis reads: A young mouse named Fivel Mousekowitz uh, and his family emigrate to Russia to the United emigrate from Russia to the United States by boat after their home is destroyed by cats. During the trip, a fierce storm throws Fievel from the ship, and he loses contact with his family. Luckily, he manages to sail to New York in a bottle. There, Irish mouse Bridget, an Italian mouse named Tony, and a kindly cat named Tiger help Fievel search for his loved ones. That's a very <clears throat> extensive... Yeah, synopsis but like gets down to what it is you know that's the movie and yeah. with a with a synopsis like that you can't really fail i mean it's no. very straightforward um <clears throat> i do have some reviews for oh i will say like the reviews for this are all across the board um it's got like a 72 percent on rotten tomatoes which is like good like it's a it means mm-hmm. it's a good movie a four out of five on common sense media which is pretty good like um what is common sense media i thought they just rated it for like how good it was for a family is that really what it is i thought that's what it was <laughs> i thought they were just like a family review thing i guess they are maybe maybe that's what they, <laughs> maybe that changes <laughs> this a little bit <laughs> yeah i guess it starts off with asking how old your kid is and i <laughs> i am already lost <laughs> um <laughs> So scratch that. Uh, but you know, American Tale, great common sense media score, um, mm-hmm. but not a perfect score for some reason. Um, yeah, too frightening. Yeah, Metacritic, thirty five percent, which is a little extreme in my opinion. I, also, on that note, apparently Roger Ebert gave this two thumbs down, which also a bit extreme in my opinion. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Jeff's mouth wow. is wide open. <laughs> a gate. Jaw to the floor. Um, I, well, you know, this. Steven Spielberg was the executive producer, <laughs> yep. and this is an Amblin Entertainment film. Yep, yep. Came out only like two years after E.T. Yeah. At the peak of his career, really. Um, yeah. But I... Uh, now, you do realize that Steven Spielberg is a jew whose parents emigrated to the u.s from ukraine around kind of the time when fievel's family emigrated that's interesting i mean that's probably why you know executive producer he he felt the passion in this project yeah Um, i think this is the story of steven spielberg (laughs) i think steven spielberg is fievel yeah (laughs) or fievel steven we're watching a steven spielberg biopic yeah is what this is (laughs) Um, I have some amazing reviews for this one. I, yes, I'm ready. I would like to start off by saying when I went to filter through the reviews on Google reviews, there are no one star reviews, no two star reviews, no three and no four. It is all fives. That said, 
Take that, Roger Ebert. The first one um, is a five-star review from Xavier Warren, and the review is, it was trash, don't watch it, <laughs> with a bunch of dots. <laughs> um, it was a month ago. Um, this next one is from Mackenzie Wolfarth, and it's uh, five stars and goes, awesome classic ever. And then a button smash of mm-hmm. uh, perfect. Good review. Yeah. Good review. <laughs> this last one comes from Jesse Destromp. Uh, five stars, and it reads: Fivel is cute mouse. I like Fivel and his parents and his best friend cat. Dot 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 dot. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's something. Yeah. <laughs> so those are our our reviews for today. <laughs> um. <laughs> I love how so all of these like have dot 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 at the end. It's like there's they're not done with the sentence. They're just no, trailing they're, off because they're ready for they're more. They're ready for I more. I think they're they're anticipating five goes yep. west. They're passing us the baton to riff Which, off. Five goes west is like the same exact plot as this film. Really? Yeah. Five. His family travels west so, and he gets lost again so that's what i was gonna ask because i texted you like halfway through this movie when i heard him, his name fivel again i was like wait a second i feel like jeff has referenced fivel goes west a lot and this isn't fivel goes west but he is going west so i didn't know <laughs> what... right you didn't know how west yeah i was like is this a different movie because it is a different movie yeah the sequels fivel goes west and then he goes to the western part of the u.s and he gets lost again <laughs> the third one's just five goes back it's, it's just his journey yeah. back home <laughs> yeah it's kind of like the taken series yeah where it's the same plot every single time <laughs> but it's a hit you know they found the formula yeah. um small mouse gets lost in a big city what in a, in big, a big, city? big world or well in, in west he, it's not a big yeah city. it's kind of the in a big uh in side. a big area um so jeff you're the one that um suggested yeah. this this week i did uh, i did would i would love to hear some some thoughts on it some like history behind you and so i Fievel. haven't seen this movie in in probably 20 years yep. um but i liked it when i was like eight okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah you know because i'm uh a Jew who uh, my great grandfather emigrated from Ukraine in like 1912. Mm-hmm. So I imagine this is probably what his life was like. <laughs> also a mouse. Yeah. He was a, yeah. He was a child. He was probably about the age Fievel was when he, when he traveled. <laughs> he was probably about that size of five. He's probably about that size too. Yeah. There were no cats in America, but then there were no cats, which, this is a fun fact. Um, there are cats. This film holds the record for the most times a film has used the phrase "there are no cats in America." <laughs> That's that is a factual statement. That doesn't surprise me. They they mm-hmm. say it quite a bit in this movie. Yeah, it's in the Guinness Book of World Records. <laughs> I can't tell if you're joking or not. <laughs> I'm at the point where I'm like, they could have. Uh, here's it. the thing: it's it's obviously not in the Guinness Book of World Records, but. That is a factual. It is statement. a fact. Find yeah. me another film where they say that phrase more right. often. Yeah, um, it's I. I kept getting like West Side Story 
song stuck in my head because in West Side Story, there's that one song that's like da 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 America, da 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 America, and it's like so many of the songs in here sound just like that. <laughs> like I feel so like you're saying that West Side Story is a. Is I think a they ripped it off, yeah. And Steven of, Spielberg of did direct American tale. the new West Side Story, so just saying, there's connections to be made here. Um, Interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, I I did <clears throat> like the music in this movie. Um, specifically, That's, okay, I was surprised. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's good. They got classics. Um, like I like the music in this more than in the Heights. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I don't even want Lin Manuel coming near this this soundtrack. <laughs> it's it's a, an American Tale starring Lin Manuel. <laughs> I would watch that actually. I mean, he would repeat. I would like to see what no I would like to see what Lin Manuel brings to the table. To the, the character of Fiebel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I looked up the actor, the voice actor of Fiebel, and he's like a fully grown man. Not well, yeah. That's how, yeah, time, that's how works. time works. I just, you know, he didn't. <laughs> He's not as cute as Fievel was. <laughs> right. Wait. Are you? But he was a kid. He was in, a kid when he, when did, he the... did the movie. Yeah. Right. Just... <laughs> okay. See, that's not. <laughs> That'd be shock. I thought you were giving like some big shock where it was like right, somehow like, this is a grown an man. adult did that voice. No, no. It was... But you're just saying now they're an adult, they're an adult because adult. this film came out 35 years. Which ago. I think everyone assumed. Yeah. Yeah. You could have unless they died. played Fievel, is what I'm realizing. You were young enough. I, how old well, do you think I am? <laughs> I forgot this was the 80s one. This film came out in 1986. <laughs> I take it back. I, I underestimated the the age the, of this are film. You, and then, wait, and you're also saying that I could have <laughs> played Fievel. You're... you're in Fievel goes west. That's well. That one's ninety one. That, that was the other claim. Yeah, yeah. You know how old I was when that film came out? Zero. Six. Six. Months. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you're. I could not have played Fievel in either of these films. <laughs> well, you never know. Six months. You could. <laughs> Some coaching. Um. Yeah, your camera just got so clear, which is cool now i know what it's <laughs> so yeah. jeff is here with me oh yeah. yeah um this is what a 300 dslr yeah used as a webcam can offer hell yeah um what else i uh well okay this was my first time watching this um and i expected something because we've i feel like we've joked about this movie or joked about the idea of talking about this movie so often that i expected like kind of a funny jokey movie to talk about but it's like not a bad movie <laughs> it's like no it's just it's like kind of it's good. just a really solid family movie about a, a mouse trying yeah. to find his family and yeah. and it's it's like a nice bit of representation for for like the jewish yeah. community as well i i literally think i took a, a jewish theater class in college um you did I, yeah i did <laughs> it was like <laughs> And I I literally think this was this was talked about. Now that I've watched it and listened to the songs, I'm like I think he played some of this music in the class and referenced Five Will Goes West or Five Un American. Did he play Tale. There Are No Cats in America? I it may have it might have been that one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I'm like, this is this is a solid movie that is as like aged pretty well, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm like, the the animation, it's got like that old timey. This isn't Disney, is it? Is this Disney or? No, it's is it Amblimation? Oh yeah, it's Amblin Entertainment. Um, yeah, because they have like a an animation one that's Amblimation. Seems S- like Steven Spielberg did it by hand. Yeah, himself. <laughs> he animated Five Old. <laughs> He's like, this is my story. I will tell it how I want to. <laughs> <laughs> what is the... You're like, actually, the actor for Fievel was Steven Spielberg. <laughs> People underestimate his direct, his acting chops. He has a lot of vocal yeah. range. Don't... Yeah. Um, yeah, like the music. It was really sad, I will say. Like, it was yeah. kind of... Like, it got to a point where it's like Fievel is just this tiny mouse like lost and alone and i was just like it's kind of yeah. depressing <laughs> it, i do remember being slightly afraid of this film when i was yeah. young yeah there's something kind of creepy about it i'm not gonna lie yeah just um did you cry at the end of the film no did you i mean not this time <laughs> but but as a I'm kid sure I yeah when i was like eight i yeah. know i was thinking that i'm like the the moment when five finally finds his dad and they like hug and fall in the water i'm like that's just yeah. classic family movie it's great <laughs> um yeah do you wish that you had a, a mouse based film about your ancestors yeah i don't know i like a scandinavian mm-hmm. farmer <laughs> mouse yeah that's that's my background. <laughs> Scandinavian farmers, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, there need to be more movies with mice. Really, we should talk about Stuart Little, um, the Secret of Nim. Secret of Nim. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there was one about a mouse that rides a motorcycle. That um, I, I'm blanking on the name, but it's really good. Now, how do you feel about films with rats? They're also good. Flushed Away. Have you seen Flushed like, Away? Rat- Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Yeah. I have seen Flushed Away. I saw that in theaters. Dude, I, I like Flushed Away. I did. I definitely did see that in theaters. I, was probably, I don't know. How old was I when Flushed Away came out? <laughs> I. Why did I see that in theaters? Okay, I was like 15, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I honestly think I am just a sucker for movies about rodents. I I think, <laughs> I mean, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Fox, that's like the movie. And then flushed away Ratatouille. But you know what? Fox isn't a rodent. No, right? I know, but like there, there are <laughs> rodents in that movie. <laughs> There's a mouse. Are there? Yeah, the mouse who's a tailor. There's okay, the rat. Right, right, right. Played by Willem Dafoe. They got yeah, all but... types of yeah rodents. No, that's fair. That's a good point. Um, yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of what else. It was this uh, scored by John Williams, an American Tale composer. Um. Oh yeah, it's James Horner. Never mind. Well, what else did what does James Horner do? That's a good question. Um, James Horner is known for Legends of the Fall, Titanic, Braveheart, some really, <laughs> like all these in like big dramatic movies, and then an American Tale. I guess yeah, he did Avatar, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Wow, Mask of Zorro. I, I guess James Horner knows what he's doing um all right honey i shrunk the kids that's a classic (laughs) um 
Yeah. Honestly, this was just like a really uh, refreshing movie. It's like so nice to, you know, wake up. I, I watched it this morning. I know we're jumping a little ahead of, our, of ourselves with the time of day rating, but I'm like, what a great morning watch. Just like. Yeah. This, this film, I agree. This was actually a really, like, you can't make fun of this film. It's just no. a solid film. And it's also nice because it's. Like, it's a kid's film from the 80s, but it's such a genuine film, you know, where they're not trying to sell you anything. Yeah, no. It's not like they're not trying to make, like, money off action figures and, like, make a big franchise. Yeah. They're just like, hey, what if you have this nice film about a Jewish mouse <laughs> who, who goes to America. learns about himself and finds his family yeah. in a new place? Has to face mob cats who are yeah. up to no good and yeah yeah cats are evil in this film but there is the one nice cat that one nice cat and that musical number is literally yeah it's my favorite part of the movie i i thought that was a great number um great voice actor he i looked him up i forget his like name but he's been involved in like so many like he was in the muppets movie which i also think we should watch um now who's your favorite character in this film it's it might it might be tiger the cat i was gonna yeah. say wasn't there a, a mouse? wasn't his name tony that mouse uh yeah the the italian yeah the italian mouse, mouse. i i yeah. liked him i who calls him philly yep. yeah <laughs> the dad i i'm in the fence about but i i like fievel fievel's just like you know you can't can't root for the main guy yeah now <laughs> my favorite was Henri. Yes. The French pigeon. Yep. <laughs> now, here is something that I'm sure you did not pick up on. No. Henri was voiced by Christopher Plummer. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> that I did not pick up on. I didn't know he was in this movie. Wow. I mean, I suppose so... this was Christopher Plummer, as we've learned, the way time works. He was probably younger when this movie happened but i mean not that much younger but i mean well yeah i mean christopher Plummer's is dead now because you know christopher Plummer was 90 right right but uh but yeah when this film came out christopher Plummer was what 67 yeah yeah that's a crazy performance at 67 wow yeah he lived a life i i read somewhere that that character was almost written out of the script really yeah. For any reason or just... Un- I forget who, but either the director or Steven Spielberg like wanted it in there. Wow. One of them like was arguing for it. <laughs> they were like, we need the French pigeon. It's essential to... Maybe yeah. it's like a history thing that I'm not... Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, because the French were the ones that, you know, sent the Statue of Liberty over. Right. Because it was a French statue. Yeah. Right? So that's like why he's French, I guess, but... Apparently, Henri was originally to be a crabbier, scruffy-looking pigeon named Bobo, <laughs> um, who would get mad at Fievel for landing on his side of the island. But Spielberg wanted to remove the character, but Don Bluth fought to keep him, and instead the character was retooled into Henry or Henri. Wow. Interesting. So Spielberg is like, Bobo, this pigeon sucks. We got to get rid of it. And <laughs> Don was like, what if we make him French? <laughs> solves everything 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wish I was there in the room when that decision right. was made. To be a fly on the wall during the Bobo debate. The, the, although the fly would be like anthropomorphic. <laughs> you know, That's how it is. It's an anthropomorphic animal film. Um, Yeah. I mean, I honestly really enjoyed it. I, me too. I was so ready to shit on it, and for no reason, and that that's on me, to be honest. Um, well, I thought it was going to be like goofier than it was because I just haven't seen mm-hmm. it in two decades. Yeah. Well, I feel like so I was like, "There's no way this holds up," right? I was like, "There's no way this film that I liked when I was eight holds up." It's just like, and it did. So it's like you said, it's like so pure. It's not trying to like be a thing of the time or like you know yeah reference whatever's relevant then or uh i don't know it's just kind of like its own story and that's why it aged you didn't have like (laughs) you didn't have et like going through the background yeah yeah (laughs) and then like you see like some of the humans are actually like from the goonies yeah and they're like looking for a treasure right right none of that none None of of that that. nonsense they didn't do the weird plane thing with the red dot and line following it like indiana jones i don't know that was that was a, because you know in Indiana Jones there's a red, you know what? Never mind. There, <laughs> what? It's like an Indiana Jones thing. Have you seen Indiana Jones? Yeah, but I don't know if a, I where he it. travels and the plane is like over the map. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. We're on the same. I was page. like, We're damn, I'm hallucinating. Um, no, yeah, I know what you mean. That would have made the movie way shorter. Yeah, <laughs> like okay, he's there. Just, just just one really long map scene. <laughs> um, and, and five will just keep saying, "Are we there yet?" <laughs> that is the one thing. Papa. It's like I get that it's the charm, but like the child singing at parts was like kind of rough. <laughs> it was like okay, yeah. But I'm like, it's cute. It's the kid trying to. Yeah. Can you can you try to do some of Fievel's singing? You always make these requests that I cannot. <laughs> um. I I can't do it. I'm not. I'm not doing this. Here, let me. I'm just gonna have to look up. Fievel. I have the clickiest keyboard ever. If you don't hear. I do hear it. I'm trying to get a mechanical. Uh, yeah. It's keyboard. a. It's blue. Well, this one. So there's different types of mechanical keyboards. This is blue switches because I got it for five dollars. Right. But blue switches are like the ones that are like a typewriter, where you probably want like red switches, which are a little yeah. Smoother. Yeah. He like is not hitting the notes. He's no. like. No. So you can you can improve this. <laughs> That's when he says beneath a pale moonlight. <laughs> yeah. So it's like. Yeah, I mean, I think we hit this. I don't even. I lost the lyrics. <laughs> My neighbors were like, "What the fuck okay, is going so on?" Okay, so everyone is <laughs> everyone is now turned off the podcast. Now you can say what you really think, Karsten. <laughs> fuck this movie. Fuck Fievel. <laughs> um. I do think about the people that fall asleep to this podcast, and then we do some shit yeah, like that. Oh, we have ruined, and our they're night. like, "Man, <laughs> come on!" Yeah. Um, we've absolutely ruined their night. Yeah. Well, what are you? Uh, what are you feeling for a score on this one? Slash, time of day. How do we? Here's the thing. In if you're rating this against like this type of film, where uh-huh. it's like a children's film. Yep. 
I gotta go four stars. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say three and a half, but I'm like, for what it is, like, for how well it's aged, it honestly is probably closer to a four for me. Because I'm like, I enjoyed watching it. It was a really cozy time. The music was good. Like, there's not a lot. The length was perfect. Yeah, the length. It's like a brisk 80 minutes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm comfortable with a four. And for a time of day, I'd say like 11, probably. Yeah. That's, I mean, I could see that. Like, no, no arguments no here. No arguments Carson. there. Good double feature with Barb and Star, apparently. Because <laughs> same time. Which one would be first? Uh... Five Will Goes West. Or no, not Five Will Goes West. I keep wanting to call it Five Will Goes West, but it's an American tale. I mean, he, he does go west. He does technically go west. I do. I am curious to watch that one now. It, they're played a snippet, a snippet of it played after I finished this one. Yeah. I, now, if you went west so far that you went all the way around the earth and then ended up going east. Mm-hmm. Would it still count as going west? Wait a second. Like, if, if you ended up, like, right next to where you started, but slightly east, just because you traveled in the west direction, would that be going west, or would it be going east because you ended going east? I think it's always going west. You're never not moving in that, you know? Because I'm like, mm-hmm. it's about the... I look at it as, like, you know, left and right, and you're the just going to go left the whole time, yeah. Yeah, so you're more of, like, a journey guy, not a destination guy. Right. That That's me. See, that's like an interesting way of looking at the world, Carson. Yeah. Hey, I, speaking of the world, I, can I show you something really quick? Can I leave the room for yes. like 10 seconds? Okay. I'll be right back. I have a cool thing. I bought a Lego globe that I have been building this last week. And this is. Wait, how is it a Lego globe? Look at the, there's the inside. It's like, <laughs> it's wow. super. Um, and let me turn it on the right side. So okay, that's, that, that's, that's cool. Africa and there's Europe, um, North America, South America. Okay. That is cool. I'm super, there's a little ship. Pretty excited about it. Um, yeah. Where are you going to put that? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm like, I think I should put it in the background of every, you know, podcast mm-hmm. and video because I'm like, I feel like GeoGuessr is oh, now. Also, when you yeah, when you stream GeoGuessr, it's a part like, of my that's thing. Gotta yeah, be. yeah. <laughs> and it comes with a. It's not just this globe. It comes with the uh, like the wooden. Uh, well, it's supposed to mimic wood, but it's not actual wood. But it's like a, a stand, so you can like roll the globe, or spin the globe. I mean, uh, okay, that's cool. I'm pretty excited about it. It's it's Lego, so it was more expensive than I'd like to admit. Uh, the price, uh, but yeah. you know pretty yeah it was i'd say worth it fifteen hundred dollars it was fifteen hundred dollars in my hands right now yeah um yeah just wanted to show that off really excited about it um Mm -hmm. but anyway that's an american tale and that's the movie i say we get into questions if you're down yeah um we have a follow-up to last week's questions in the Patreon from uh, what would you do if when you okay so he said yes would go who said follow up on the zodiac signs firstly I was not aware of when Carson's birthday is I'm just really smart and amazing and big brained Jeff Tauruses are earth signs which means they are often 
ground, ground, groaned, which can mean they are stubborn and headstrong, but also very dependable, dedicated, and loyal. Uh, they spelled ground as G-R-O-W-N-E-D. So I groaned. Gro- groaned? Maybe grounded. grounded. I was like, I, I can't be the only one here. Um. <laughs> I'm like, you don't know that word. Yeah, I don't know that word. Um, yeah, but interesting. Good to know. Um, but as for actual questions, we got some in the Carscast subreddit this week. R slash Carscast. Get on over there if you want to ask us questions and get them answered. Um, th- By Karsten Rehnquist himself. Yep. Sometimes I'll answer them. They call him the the boy wonder uh, of movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, this first one is f- uh, for both of us. It's from Caroline0117, and it's, Have you guys watched Seinfeld? If so, what characters do you relate to the most, and what's your favorite episodes? Um, I asked this. I chose this mostly so we could just talk about Seinfeld. Um Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, I personally haven't watched the entirety of Seinfeld. I've seen a few episodes on, like when it was on TV in the background. But uh, Jeff, are you a big Seinfeld head or? So I, when I was younger, like saw some episodes. I never have gone through as an adult mm-hmm. and rewatched it. Okay. So, yeah, it's something I feel like I probably could do at some point. Right. Yeah someday but i've not done it no i i kind of want to start it i a lot of people who i think are very funny say they really like it so that's gotta mean something (laughs) um my favorite character though is also just like fievel mouskowitz yeah jerry seinfeld is a jew so (laughs) that that's true yeah it's a it's a theme for this episode yeah (laughs) a lot of jewish media being discussed and yeah um i i don't know which character i relate to the most because i haven't but i'm gonna say jerry seinfeld and jerry seinfeld and the show seinfeld um having not seen it maybe he's not and you have similar hair. i mean we do have yeah we have similar hair we both have successful tv shows yeah you're both named jerry (laughs) so many similarities (laughs) um this one comes from uh, Shrook Gets Spooked, and it's Karsten, besides Jeff Borslow, who is your favorite Jeff? Um, I wanted you to answer this same question, to be honest. I want to know who your favorite Jeff is. but My favorite Jeff. I think mine is Jeff Bridges. Uh, yeah, see, that's a solid He's a one. really good um, Jeff. Um, yeah, I mean, Jeff Goldblum as well. Jeff Goldblum's great. Uh, yeah. Uh, as long as you didn't say like I mean, Jeff Dunham or Jeff Dahmer. Dahmer too, yeah, would be a bad uh, one. It's not good, Jeffs. <laughs> yeah, so I think Bridges and Goldblum are like the two. Yeah, good answers. Cool, cool. Um, and this last one <laughs> comes from uh, well, let, let me see this one. General Clankton, and it's what are some of the best and worst uses of stop motion in films and TV shows that you've seen? Have you ever seen a stop motion film where you thought this didn't need to be stop motion? That's honestly a really interesting question. I would say it this so they probably asked this after our episode of the house 
um mm-hmm. which i do think should be in stop motion i'm like that it like the execution wasn't all there but i'm like that's definitely a story that would that's probably the best when it's in stop motion yeah. um i mean i'm just like such a sucker for that style which is why i'm like i don't really yeah. have now, an issue i have an answer okay for this and it might be controversial I'm not gonna say Fantastic Mr. Fox. That'd be terrible. You, you, I, you would have been so mad. Most of our fan base likes that movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I will say Isle of Dogs, only because it ended up not being that. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So I'm like, I just want to see Wes Anderson. I, I wish better, that yeah. Wes made a different movie that was better than that, that. That had more like personality and staying power. It kind of is a valid point though, because so many. This is something I, I thought about when I actually watched it was that like so much of that movie looks really beautiful. Like the the costumes and textures and all that is like great, but the backgrounds are so blank. Like so much of the movie is just a plain white background that, you know, there's nothing wrong with that kind of approach. Like there are movies that take that approach that I really like, but you know, it just feels like you're right. It doesn't live up to its potential. Yeah. I just mean when, you know, Wes already has that cast, mm-hmm. if you could just use that cast in a different film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's basically, well, I was going to say that's what he yeah. did with the French Dispatch, but <laughs> maybe. Yeah, just, you know, make another live action right. film. Um, I am going to say something that might actually be pretty controversial also and say the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer TV special um, <laughs> is when I saw it on TV this year, I was like, man, this does not hold up. It's so shaky and Rudolph looks ugly and disturbing, but I think I'm alone there. I, I saw your face. Well, what and I, I'm just curious what substitute I don't know. Just like you uh, would have liked to see, like a live action, like they trained a reindeer. No, just like normal. Because this, they didn't have CGI. Normal animated, then. like you know Charlie Brown. Or, okay, like two D. Okay, like Frosty. You know something like that. Yeah, but that's the thing is like I'm not opposed to the Christmas stop motion thing though, because they do have that at the beginning of Elf, which I think is a an homage to Rudolph, but it's better. I'm like Christmas can be cool in stop motion, but. <laughs> that's my that's my take well, that's, uh, once you explained it i understood okay a lot better thank you thank you carson runquist you're a film genius <laughs> <laughs> big brain thoughts yeah um anyone who watches your films and your your videos is smarter and a better person for having done so i don't know about i don't know about that but anyone who refuses to <laughs> like your videos when they watch them on youtube is an idiot is stupid now that i can get behind um Mm -hmm. that's why even when i don't watch them i just click like. yeah yeah um by the way speaking this isn't really by the way but um i guess now that i've remembered it i'm just gonna say it dirtbag Mm -hmm. is gonna be at the la comedy film fest so any los angeles fans I'll probably tweet out the date or whenever. I don't know when it's showing, but come out to that if you want to see Dirt. Can bag. we get an applause line on the? the I don't have the soundboard set up, but I'll just. <laughs> um, 
and then it'll also be in Eau Claire for any Wisconsin heads. I don't know why I didn't bring this up earlier, but it'll be at yeah. Eau Claire at Midwest Weird Fest, which is, you know. Eau Claire sounds Irish. It, it's French. No? Oh, it sounds for clear water. Eau Claire. Oh, yeah. right. Because it's clear like, water, Florida. Clear yeah, water, I was Wisconsin. thinking O apostrophe. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Claire. What, but what if someone's name was Claire Eau Claire? Claire Eau Claire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would be very irish um yeah but yeah so that's in the news you know there's a have i talked about I, i'm sure i have a while ago but in france there's a chain of restaurants called o tacos <laughs> and it's a it's a french taco place i that amazes me to be honest yeah it's 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 the best wow uh it's it's like a regular it's like a burrito but they put french fries in it and like a bunch of shit <laughs> what the fuck here here's the thing when i went to france one of the things i missed most about america or just anywhere else was the lack of mexican food in france because yeah. well they solved they i guess they solved bringing it. the french taco yeah <laughs> i guess that yeah sure i went to a chipotle in france because i was just like desperate and even the Chipotle, I was like, there's something about it that France just doesn't get. And yeah, that's what everyone always says. They say, I go to France and like, they just don't understand food. <laughs> they don't get the, f they don't get cuisine <laughs> in that city. <laughs> they just, they're not there with the cuisine. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. But anyways, if you're ever in France, go to Otakos. <laughs> You'll you'll feel like, like right when you bite into, you're like, this is amazing, and then when you finish it, you're like, this I want to kill myself. <laughs> you're gonna bite into that um, taco and be like, feels like I'm in Mexico. <laughs> you're like, it feels like I'm in Mexico, but there's French fries, <laughs> and also I always get samurai sauce, which does not sound no, French. just a mix of every um, <laughs> culture. Yeah, it's it's a very weird place. Yeah. But also, I ate the the stupidest thing I ever did was I ate at an Otakos in marrakech morocco <laughs> wow so it's been around it's been a thing. yeah there's a there, there it's the only one in morocco damn um i found it there was no one else there uh after i finished eating the guy who like owned it i guess made me pick lucky gambling numbers for him <laughs> he like would not let me leave until i told him that some sounds numbers. like a scam sort of no he wasn't scamming. he just wanted, lucky wanted numbers. the numbers i don't know damn he just wanted the numbers. Wow. All right. I hope he won. Yeah. Um, I'm sure I've told this story. We just cycle through the I same I don't think you've told that story. Again. That's a Maybe funny, Maybe wholesome not. story. Um, the food was not very good. No. We have one more question, I think. Perfect. Um, and it's from Natural Reference. And it's uh, have it's favorite Spanish-speaking movie. Any... Spanish-speaking movies. Um, I'll go right off the bat and say uh, uh, Y Tu Mama Tambien, which is a great movie um, by Alfonso Cuaron. And the second one is Pain and Glory, which was from like two, three years ago. It was like 2019. And it was a Antonio Banderas movie. He got nominated for the Oscar, directed by, by Moldovar, which, speaking of gonna see his new movie this week i think but those are i think my my picks love both those movies um yeah, I, I have seen some spanish-speaking movies i could not recall 
you're like goal <laughs> um i yeah uh okay i uh, this is not at all answering the question <laughs> um so i'm just gonna go favorite portuguese that counts that counts it does not count completely (laughs) different language i know you were trying to give me credit there but that does not count um so yeah i'm gonna go uh city of god okay i still haven't seen that movie i really want to check that out one of these days it's like one of one of the must-sees yeah it's it's very good damn all right and that does it for questions Thank you guys over at the Cars Cast subreddit. Much appreciated. Um, we'll announce the next movie and get into our wrap up. Um, what is our next movie, Jeff? Five goes west. Five goes. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, we may as well at this point. Um, I am trying to think of of uh, one we can do. I. I do we, do we want to do like a an awards movie since it's still like a word? I kind of do want to do an awards movie. Season. I'm not going to lie. Let me, I'm trying to think of what, let me look up the best picture knobs. See if there's any that we have. Belfast. We could do Belfast. We could do Belfast. Do best picture. I'll do my clicky keyboard. It's like, <laughs> it sounds like a type of right? away in the background. <laughs> um i know we've it's for doing a podcast it's the worst keyword i'm matching jeff we've done really well with best picture coverage this year we kind of yeah we did power of the dog we did king richard yep, we did uh licorice pizza, licorice pizza don't look up Doom. yep we did like half of we them. haven't done coda which is a good movie i think you should watch it as mm-hmm. with drive my car but i it's that's a long one i would be asking a lot um i do want to check out um Guillermo del Toro's Nightmare Alley which is on HBO Max at some point that's the one best picture now I haven't seen yet but do you want to do that one then it's up to you Belfast or that I'm cool with let me look up best production design okay I do think what do we got here I I do think uh Dune Nightmare Alley Power of the Dog West Side Story Tragedy of Macbeth okay Nightmare Alley's on there as well I maybe we do Nightmare Alley maybe we go for Nightmare Alley it is supposed to be one of the weaker ones, but there are people that really love it, and it's Guillermo del Toro. So I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it. I mean, one of the weaker ones, but people love it. Actually, describes me yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how people just describe yeah, I, this podcast in general. Yeah, <laughs> one of the weaker movie podcasts, but people love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> There's, there's like at least a hundred of you that love yeah. this podcast. Dedicated fan base. Um, well, uh, you know what? That actually segues perfectly into reading yeah, the review. Yeah, that's so true. Um, the review is literally the first good segue we've ever one of done. the weakest ones or weaker. <laughs> one star. One... This podcast is weak as hell. <laughs> um, this one comes from uh, Stan. Jerry Runquist doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Stanley Rocks GH from the USA. Uh, and it's uh, subject line is a great way to spend an hour of your time five stars and it's I decided to start listening to the pod after receiving my first shot of the Moderna vaccine and you know what I think it's the cars cast that has been effectively stopping the spread of COVID-19 <laughs> metaphorically speaking of course in all seriousness Carson and Jeff are funny interesting and a blast to listen to the intro bit the spur of the moment news segment the movie and Google reviews and the queue uh, oh, I, Q 
Q&A. Yeah, we didn't do news. I'm going to type in big time with my clacky <laughs> keyboard. Big time hot hot news. Big time hot news. Then news on Google. I guess and we the got news was Sammy's and Park provide doggone good lunch from the Alton Telegraph. That's the first result for big time hot news. All right, so uh, dashboard dining. This is for uh, I don't know. Someone named uh, Jill Moon wrote this. Okay. There's a picture of like a half-eaten sandwich with a dog looking at it. All right. Um. Yeah, I. It's on. I, I don't. Yeah, I guess the san- it was a pastrami sandwich. <laughs> they. It looks pretty good. That's I guess. big time. That's your big That's time big hot time news. Hot news. <laughs> I think every week we you should Google big time hot news because you don't get the actual yeah. news, but you get really interesting news. <laughs> I mean, this was posted only one yeah. hour ago, so it is very fresh big. news, just like a fresh pastrami sandwich that they ate. The sandwich is braised beef. Yeah. Cooked slow. <laughs> big time hot news. Nothing about the Super Bowl. We never talked about, Nothing the, about Super the Super Bowl. Bowl. <laughs> it's literally wait, last night. Wait. Wait, this okay? This this news article. Uh, so this the ham and cheddar cheese with the house mayo, spicy mustard on wheat did not disappoint. Just as my friend Heather Netzer, who's worked at Sammy's for eight years on Tuesdays and Thursdays, built it. <laughs> and then it says the funny thing is I didn't know Heather worked at Sammy's. <laughs> this person didn't even know that her friend worked at the for place she got her years. sandwich from. And now we all know. <laughs> what <laughs> all right well that was that was interesting. interesting news i think this is better news <laughs> than whatever the new york times is doing these days um yeah alton telegraph that's where i get all my news now <laughs> um where is that even from like alton i'm gonna click yeah like where is alton <laughs> I, I still don't know. It does it not be say a few on their Alton's. website. Yeah. But they're leading the big time hot news search results. Um. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know where this is from. The... I say we get into the Patreon. Um, yeah, you should do that. <laughs> uh, you do that, and then I'll figure We're out where Alton from. is. Well, Jeff figures that out. I just want to thank the patrons over at patreon.com slash carscast place where you can go to get exclusive access to bonus episodes, Q&As, and shoutouts at the end of every episode, as well as Zoom Hangouts, which we will be doing once a month. Um, and, you know, whatever else comes comes our way. We do, we have had some other ones on the, on the what what is it, waiting to, to roll out for a while now, but... Alton, Illinois. It's like Southern Illinois. Wow. So that's like kind of... Not that far away from me. So you could go eat. I at could Sammy's. go to Sammy's <laughs> and get the pastrami <laughs> and talk to Heather. I could talk to Heather if I wanted to, and say, "Heather, how's it been working here on Tuesdays and Thursdays for eight years?" I think I'm going to take the podcast setup to that town and interview Sammy while she works. Heather, Heather not Sammy. Heather, interview Heather at Sammy's. Yeah, while eating a pastrami yeah. sandwich with spicy mayo. That maybe that'll be a cool Patreon perk for the patrons is our exclusive heather from sammy's review or written not review interview reviewing the person (laughs) i haven't had coffee yet um 
Thomas. Thank you. Alex Thomas, Anson Contreras, Blake Root, Boat, Camilla, Coop, David, David Sir, Eden, Finn Richardson, Gavin Gibson, Goodnight Tail, Grant Gow, Harry Remedianakis, Jane Easton, John Van Hout, Judith, KDT, Let's Change the Google Search Results for PTA, Liv Rob, Lukewarm, Maddie Robertson, Martin Def, Mary Lee Borslow, Meridian, Monopoly Shrimp on the Barbie, Monroe Page, Nathan Worley, Nora B., Owen Felton, Riley Ost, Sean Kenny listens to the entirety of GeoSleeper because there are no rules, Sophia Arieta, Stella Perry, Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, Smitty Warbin, Jagerman Jensen, The Raccoon from Airbud, 7th Inning Fetch, Tom Likes Beans, Wes Kinley, What Would You Do If When You Okay So We Said Yes Would Go, Wiley Todd, Xavier Fossier, Yusuf A, Zoinks, and Zoe Hernandez. Say it with me. McDonald. McDonald. <laughs> um, I said it with you on my Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... So that's thank you, patrons. Thank you, and thank you, um, Sean Kenny, for listening to all of GeoSleeper. Even though I don't know why you would do that, the it's there's so actually, boring. At, at, somewhere near the end, there's actually a Easter egg. If you yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's gonna do it for the podcast. Um, what uh, do you have anything else to say, Jeff? Before you take us out of here, here's the thing. <laughs> A lot of people on the internet diss Carson Runquist. Is do they? And there are a ton of people. Like you wouldn't even believe how many people there are. There's there's these like have you you know the Silk Road? It's like the band like secret internet. Yeah. All over Silk Road, people are saying Carson Runquist. Who no one likes him. I had no idea. But I'm here to tell everyone those people are dead wrong. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day well, to you too. From us here at the Karst Cast. Happy Valentine's Catch you on the flip side, everyone. Catch you on the flip side. Flip side.